Yeah, OnlyFans is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I might do it. Do it. CCO Brando on OnlyFans? That'd be. You have to do everything with no shirt on. No, that'd be. No. You wouldn't be pictures of me. Just be Ursula. Oh. All right. Maybe Bones. Do they have clothes on? They have fur. That counts. Does that count? Counts. Yeah. Counts. Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 198. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. I never going to continue the arc of the good vibes, but giving it to you now. Hit our theme song. Oh. Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to take a trip down memory lane for me back to a deck that I always keep thinking I should go back to, but I I don't want to be the guy that just has only Gruel decks. <laughs> oh, Gruel deck. We didn't say that for a hint. Oh, but people people got people it. People got Everybody it. Everybody got, got, got it. Everybody knows who we're doing today. Yeah. We're going to thank some, some new patreon supporters we're gonna thank all of the new youtube subs we're gonna have a great time as we always do on commander cookout podcast but before we do any of that we have to thank our official sponsors fusiongamingonline.com they're your source for all your gaming needs Ooh, very much so and for the commander guessing game you already know it's a gruel deck yeah. you already know it plays cards that brando likes you already know that x is gonna give it to you i got all of the prize packs for the next x amount of <laughs> ah, X amount of weeks. We're going to have different variable variables throughout the course of this. Yeah. XYZ. Yeah. TPC123. Oh. <laughs> I got all the prize packs for the guessing game. Some people are going to be happy. And some people are not. Well, they're just going to be less happy. I think people like to win even if the prize is uh, shitty. <laughs> you, you know, that's true. I yeah. think that is a thing. Yeah. Because we our prizes are never shitty. No, prizes, well, if it's a lump of shit. Well, I don't know. I mean, some of the tokens I send out, I always get thank yous. People always like them. Yeah. But they're they're not exactly artistic masterpieces, Ryan. I'm working really hard on drawing googly eyes, though. And I I think that I think that's the key. You know what? You know what? Somebody needs to invent a really flat, like flatter than a flatter than a magic card googly eyeball. You know, because they're little bubbles. You need a flatter than a magic card googly eye, like a micro Google eye. Oh, that you can put on the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and still fit into sleeves. Oh, shit. Those would be the hottest selling magic thing of all time. Oh, I would alter with those literally all the time. People post post googly eye magic card alters and stuff all the time. Because they're awesome. And they're so goddamn funny. And you get them with like different sizes. (laughs) Oh, man, that's the greatest. I used to walk around with my backpack. You know, I have my backpack all the time. Yeah. And in my backpack is a little baggie of googly eyes. And you just put them onto stuff and then take pictures and it's funny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I just draw little cartoons and put the googly on and then I take yeah, a picture and I yeah. put the googly eye back in the bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? You, you before we got onto the googly eye tangent, you gave me a whole ton of opportunity to segue. And now I just, I lost it. Good. I lost it. You talked about the patrons. We got some new patrons to thank. Oh, new YouTube subs to thank. There's lots of them. We really yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. We do. We, we we've been teasing the the video podcast, and we're going to talk about it on the bonus show a little bit tomorrow because it's the the last Wednesday of the month tomorrow for us. Uh. Yeah, we're going to talk about it a little bit tomorrow. But we saw kind of the, a preview of what it's going to look like. It's looking really good. A little bit slow, but we're working with the editor, and we're going to set something up, or we're going to beat his ass, much like. 
we are going to beat ass with this deck today. And let me, b before we get into it, so people are going to know if they want or not, they can turn the show off and pound it. <laughs> or, or beat it, I mean. Either one works. Let's read, I'm going to read the description of the deck that came in to the preferred deck list channel on the, the CCO Discord. Okay. It's one of the benefits to becoming a patron. We'll talk about that in a sec. This is the description. There's been a lack of dink stopping. Damn it, I already fucked it up. There's been a lack of dink stomping, lip slapping, and beating of wholesale ass lately. What is he accusing us of? He's submitting this for our approval. Ooh, it's like we're the Midnight Society. Yeah. <laughs> oh, deep, deep internet reference. Yeah. Yeah, deep YTV reference. We hit on it a couple weeks ago. Got there. He is patron supporter Michael Phipps. Big big shout out FU, 12-inch Phelps, I think is, is his <laughs> nickname. Yeah. And he submitted Roisin Meanderer. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I love Roisin Meanderer because she is a 4-4 giant shaman for Gruul Hybrid and 3, and you can tap her to add 4 generic mana to your mana pool that you could only use to pay X costs. You know what would be the most cco thing ever is if we did, like, Giant Tribal or Shaman Tribal? Yeah. Yeah, but we're not. We're, no, we're gonna, not doing that. We're today. doing X tribal so much so that like it's not just the creatures that have X, like literally everything has X in it. There's so <laughs> much X in this deck we couldn't even play Genesis Wave for value. There's so much X in this deck we thought we might get sued by DMX. That's the truth. We had that conversation before we started the episode. I wanted to use the X gonna give it to you. What? Bum, 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 bum. I got more. I we, got more. We, there's we so much. There's so we did. There's so much X in this deck. You can't even Google Super Bowl Thirty. There's so much X in this deck. It should be in the fucking back room of the movie store with the beads and the curtain. It's Pornhub's most popular search. This deck is Pornhub's most. Po this deck. Puts cam girls to shame. <gasps> this deck has its own OnlyFans. There it is. <laughs> we got there. It took a while, but we got there. <laughs> All right. So if you guessed Roisin Meanderer, you got it. We are going to name a winner on next week's pre-show. Yes. Because we, we uh, that's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> she should be bigger. I just thought of that. She has trees growing out of her head. She's way bigger than a 4-4. Four four. I wish she had X in herself. Like her own mana cost. But then she couldn't pay for herself. No, but it would be thematic. What if it was, what if she was like Gruel Hybrid X? And then she tapped for, for X. X. Oh, oh, shit. That way X truly would be giving it to you because you pay X and that's how much you get. Wow. That's like exception. <laughs> that's exceptional. So all of the Wizards people who watch us to make sure that we're going to be never on the approved list of content creators ever <laughs> to keep us off of preview cards until the end of time. We expect you to steal that idea as we know you like to do and put it in Commander Horizons. Yeah. That's a teaser for tomorrow's yeah. episode. S steal it and claim that you don't know who we are because we don't have 8,000 plus Twitter followers. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, well, this has been a fun episode so far. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad we can joke about that now. I'm glad that you and I can joke about that now because our friends like the CCO Dude Bros just used to pound us oh. into the dirt about that, hey? <laughs> yeah, every time a new set comes, like, how's the preview card, guys? Well, it's good. That's fine. It's good. Yeah, get, where's where's the... This is our preview card. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that was a video exclusive. Video exclusive. What we're doing is holding up a like a white ass blank proxy card from a world champ deck. Our preview cards are so shitty that they got fucking gold borders. <laughs> Oh, man. I bet you other people at the station can hear us out the door and they just hear us laughing like absolute loonies, eh? Oh, probably. It's what are those assholes doing? Yeah, Why is their job way more funner than ours? Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, because we get to choose. We get to choose what our job is in CCO Nation. Just like, hey, king of the segue. Just like we get to choose nicknames for the patrons. Oh, shit. That was actually pretty good. Got there. I'll give you that Got one. Got there. I'll give you yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm used to trying to get out of arguments through the back door. Oh, back door. Wait until we get to the movie this week. <laughs> Oh, King of the Segway. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. Patron shout out and F you and nickname. Like anybody needs nicknames, man. There's more middle fingers on the Discord than ever. I came oh. in and it was just like finger blast heaven. But the the do, gifts do that not people put Google on those. That. No, don't at all. But the gifts that people are putting on are so good. Like the one with the printer where it's like... It's one of those old dot matrix printers. <laughs> and it's the fucking middle finger just slowly, slowly coming. coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. My, it's my favorite. So you can get finger blasted, nicknamed, Patreon discorded. We've got some sign up, give some Brando token alters. I've got, uh, I, I made a new document to track them so Ooh. I can just like copy and paste you the names. Oh, so that's you fun. Can, so you can do that, makes it easy. We've got some watercolor custom tokens that I think are really nice. And we're waiting on a couple new ones. Or if you just want a couple CCO stickers to deface public property, put on urinals, use as the little floor sticker for you to stand here two meters back, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or, if, or maybe we have coasters too, I guess. Oh, yeah, too, right? we do have coasters. Yes. That's right. Yes, so yes, you, yes. you and four friends can all have a beer or you on your own can have four beers. Or you could tape them all together into like a mega square. Like a Megazord coaster square, and, and then have a giant a fucking beer. coaster, like yeah. a like a pitcher. Anyways, you can get any of those for becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast. We very much appreciate all the new patrons, starting with Ooh. already has a nickname, so you gotta give him a new name. Uh-oh. Joe the Mind Sculptor. Mind like M-I-N-E-D. Like he's a like like he works at a mine. Like he works at a mine and he is a sculptor? Yes. And his first name is Joe? That's what it says. It's not his real name. Probably not. It's a pretty generic name. You know what else is a generic name? Kathy. Kathy the Mind Sculptor. Nah. Oh. Kathy Johansson. The Mind Sculptor. No. Nobody yeah. gives themselves a nickname in CCO Nation. <laughs> we give the nicknames in CCO Nation, Ryan. Kathy Johansson. Kathy Johansson. We had somebody Johansson just last week, didn't we? I don't think so. Maybe they're maybe they're maybe they're a unless that know, was their name. The they're, they're related and they like to do that. I don't think that's how that works, Ryan. Oh. They probably don't even know each other. Well, you know what? Lots of lots when I see people doing the scissor sister thing online, mostly they're not related. Continue on, Ryan. Yeah, let's let's go. Yeah. Next shout out. Kyle Sweeten. Like he's sweetening the deal, becoming part of CCO Nation. Ooh. Maybe he's like maybe he's like head of the brothel in CCO Nation. He's like Kyle Sweet. Give me that sweet Kyle. He's Ooh. like Pimp Daddy Sweet. Oh yeah, Pimp Daddy Sweet. That sounds like a wrestler too. Yeah, everything about that nickname is good. Let's, yeah, let's stick with that one. I, I like, like that, that one. I like that lots. Okay. Next one. Okay. And I know I know where everybody's gonna go, and he's probably heard this his whole life, but oh. this is big shout out and F U to Stephen Kirk. Yeah. You, you expect me to make a cock joke. I was going to expect you to make a Captain Kirk joke. What? Isn't Who's that? that? I have no idea. 
I've never heard of that person before. Uh, how about something about Kirkland? This is this is the this is Stephen Costco Kirkland, manager of CCO Nation. <laughs> The manager of CCO Nation's one and only Costco. <laughs> yes, but it's not the shitty Costco's like we have here. It's like the good one that they have in Regina, if there's such a thing, because it has a liquor store. Do they have those Culligan water cooler jugs full of vodka at that one? Probably. For, for a buck and a half? I guess it, we're in Canada, so they'd be eighty-seven fifty. But if they were down in the land of the free, home of the Eagles that are on meth, yep, buck fifty. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get six packs of 66s at the, at the Kirkland... Costco, Stephen Kirk, fucking Costco liquor store. We just should have went with the cock reference, dude. I think that would have been way funnier. Well, like, as in the chicken, not oh. as in the, not as in the wiener, because that's um. just that's just in poor taste. And oh. we're all about high class <laughs> and good taste here in the nation. Ah, well, yeah. Yeah. should we just move on? Oh, I I, we should say Stephen Kirk. We gave you lots of info. To, we've armed you with lots of nickname info. Steve Cock. That's I like that. Straight yeah. to the point. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Next shout out. Just fucking just Kevin, and not like Kevin from Home Alone. Like ah. Oh. You got to give him a Russian last name. Kevin Kaminskikov. 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 I've told the cut your cock off story before, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Kevin, don't get your cock cut off. No, don't. That's... Jesus, that's another reference to today's movie. Oh. Well, should we do one more? One more. Let's do one more. Big shout out and F you to just Charles. <laughs> just Charles. We got another just. just. What the hell? I'm all in a Russian name. I got man. this. Charles, have we done a Bovrov yet? I think so. You know what? This is his brother. <laughs> Charles Bovrov. Chuck Bovrov. Oh, Chuck Bov. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I like that. Chuck yeah. Bov. Chuck Bov. Chuck Bov. Okay. Yeah. Well, big big shout out, big thank you. It really means a lot that we can yeah. we can we can do these and then people use them and it's funny and yeah. like lots of people when they sign up or I've seen maybe not lots but I've seen like waiting for nickname or or needs a funny nickname like and then we give one then their name changes or there's like evolutions of nicknames how it never used to be that but like they added to it or somebody else added to it so yeah, we give you the clay and we like to see what you make out of it that's yeah. awesome yeah usually it turns into Something phallic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> That's okay, though. It's the way it goes. That's okay, though. <clears throat> We're magic players. We're disgusting. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> okay, we did the patrons. Talked about the prize packs. Word. Roisin Meanderer. Roisin Meanderer. Do you got a good vibe this week? Or do you want to do Cinema Cookout Let's podcast? Let's do Cinema Cookout okay, podcast do, real do quick. Cin do Cinema Cookout quick, then we got a couple quick good vibes. So we talked about dicks getting chopped off. Uh-oh. We talked about going in the back door. Yo, no. We're talking about teeth. The movie Teeth? The movie Teeth. I've heard of this movie. The movie Teeth where it's a like Christian coalition outreach worker who is- CCO worker? <laughs> That's right. Who has been sworn to- oh, hold on a sec. Shout out to anybody who's been around for long enough to know who the Christian coalition outreach is. <laughs> yeah. F you for being here for so long. I can't believe you've made it this far. And F them for stealing our email. Damn it. We, we're going to get that back. We'll have to buy it from them. Once, once we're high enough rolling, <laughs> once we got some of that Josh LaCroix money. <laughs> okay, so, teeth. So teeth. 
it's this lady who's sworn to virginity. She's all pure, all that stuff. Yep. She doesn't want to have sex with anybody. But her scumbag brother, her scumbag stepbrother has this girlfriend yeah. who he likes to have sex with. But since he's a virgin, too, he only does it in the butt. Oh, I so thought that's, that's how it worked. That's the backdoor reference. Yes. And then the cutting the wiener off. Her vagina that has teeth in it, that's the name of the movie, cuts off four fingers and like six dicks. All I wanted to do was watch a movie about a high schooler that had teeth in her vagina, and then she works through it psychologically and maybe gets them surgically removed at the end, and then moves on to live a perfectly normal, healthy life. But instead, she's biting off people's dicks. She's biting off dicks at pools. She's biting off dicks in trucks. She's biting off dicks in kit. What the hell are people sending to me? And I appreciate it because I told you that I wanted to scrape the fucking bottom of the barrel, and now I am. Teeth. Teeth. Yep. Seven out of ten. Oh, yeah? Yep. They're all sevens, Ryan. <laughs> it won a bunch of awards. Oh, it's a good movie. I don't... Okay. <laughs> um, you, you know, like, the term is B-movie, right? You're not an A-lister. You're in a B-movie. Oh, yeah. Are these C-movies? These are C... They're C-C. The movies yeah. movies Yeah, dude. Got there. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good vibe if that movie won a bunch of awards. Do you have an actual good vibe? I do, actually. It's real quick, real to the point. I won't get too far into the details. I told you the story before we started the show. My basement halfway is flooded with scalding hot water over the week. Oh, yeah. And I got a new hot water heater after a, a long process, but I managed to get a new one in. And for the first time in the five years that I have lived with Kyla, we both managed to have a full-length shower and we both had hot water the whole time. Full I length, feel eh? like an actual grown-up in my own home. Oh. I feel like a real homeowner. That is awesome. Cool. So that is good. Th that's mine. That is good. I yeah. like that. I like that. I did some homeowner stuff, too. That's kind of ties into my good vibe. King of the Segway. Good vibe. Get your, get your outdoor living stuff. Get your patio furniture. Get it at the end of the season. Golf clubs, too, but we're talking about homeowner shit right now. Yeah. $500 patio table, 200 bucks at Rona. It's kind of like Home Depot or Lowe's if you live in the land of the free. They don't got them there. I don't think. Oh, that's where I bought my party light for my bathroom. Oh, yeah. Utsu, yeah. Utsu. yeah, it's like a disco ball. It's all multiple colors. Oh, yeah. So when you go to take a dump at my house and you turn the light on, one, it's super surprising, and two, it's a party. Cool. Yeah, you can't really read books in there now, though, so that makes pooping a little, a little bit less fun, but you're at a dance party. So well, ho hold on, hold on. Check this out, though. Not even done. Oh, Not shit. Not even done. $500 table, 200 bucks. Nice. Yeah. $80 chairs, six of them? No. 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> good vibe. Got to get that sweet shopping deals. Nice. Other good vibe. Got two. Got two good vibes. Okay. Unless you count my six chairs and the table. That's just one. Yeah, okay. Other good vibe. Okay. Filled out an online survey that Patreon sent me. Big mm -hmm. shout out to the patrons for, for, I don't know, making our patron, I don't know, maybe good? I don't know. Anyways, I filled out a survey. Won a hundred bucks. What? hundred bucks. So instead of the 7,000 degree lights that we're using in the studio. Oh my God. Boom. Using new lights. All the the, the fancy new. Oh, not, like those cool like stand up ones with the umbrellas on them and shit? Yes. Not oh, even shit. Oh shit. That is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Now, I, I don't know what kind of quality that they're going to be based on them being like a hundred bucks. <laughs> but hey. Are you implying that people actually win those surveys? Yes. So when I'm. 
buying groceries and they say fill out the survey you could win five hundred dollars in free groceries you implying that i actually could yes holy shit yes should we do a deck yes <laughs> okay roshin meanderer x tribal where should we start right we got custom categories so big thanks to 12 inch phelps for that love that mm -hmm. <laughs> also big thanks I'm just, I'm gonna start here we usually wait for the end with land oh, yeah? but th i really appreciate the fact that he individually included each and every art of each and every basic that he used yeah the, you know what i think it goes none of that matching basics bullshit <laughs> yeah. they're not all these pimp ones they're all mismatched they're from different trolley sets. trolley mismatch different I, borders and everything i love it I think that this is really a deck that has maybe been around his his arsenal of decks for a while because there's random foils spread in there. There's trolley mismatched lands. Some of that affects the budget, and we'll talk about that when we get there. But I think that we start off with the Hidden Commander just to show you, just to say that it's there. We'll get into maybe some of the removal, and and then we'll get into like the... The, the shit. Certainly. Okay, Hidden Commander. This category has one card in it. It's an enchantment, and it's Unbound Flourishing. So that's doubling season, but just for counters, give it a read here. It is whenever you cast a permanent spell with mana cost that contains X, double the value of X. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell or activate an ability, if the spell's mana cost has X in it, you copy the ability or spell, and you can choose new targets. Okay, yeah, so it doubles X on spells, and it doubles X on abilities. So you like Comet Storm? Sweet. You like, what's an X, What's an ability that has X in it? Helix Pinnacle has it, I think? Has X in the cost? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think so, it'll, so it'll double Helix Pinnacle's in here. Yeah, we, yeah, oh shit, yeah, is it? Yeah, it is. Yep. Where the hell is it? There it is, I see it. Okay, Helix Pinnacle, we'll just, game's gotta end? Should we just do them? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do games gotta end. Let's we'll do it at the start. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll start with Helix Pinnacle. This is an enchantment for green. It has Shroud, X, put X tower counters on it at the beginning of your upkeep. If it has 100 or more tower counters, you win. So if we've got Roshin Meanderer and Unbound Flourishing and Helix Pinnacle, we tap Roshin, we get eight counters on Helix Pinnacle. Yeah, that's freaking good i like that a lot that is good the other two cards here are blade of selves and hydra omnivore those both have for lack of a better way to describe them they have myriad blade of selves gives your creature myriad so when it attacks you put a copy into play tapped and attacking for each other opponent that the creature attacking could attack right yes and hydra omnivore is a 8-8 eight, eight for 6. Well, okay. When What's the it, downside, Ryan? Uh, well, the downside for our opponents is <laughs> when it deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to each other fucking opponent. It's a command card. It's, it's designed to be played in four-player games, and it's an 8-8 eight, eight that hits everybody for 6. For 8. No, it costs 6. Oh, four, six. Yeah, yes. four, six. That's insane. <laughs> yep. That's fucking nuts. That is a powerful card. So you put the Blade of Selves on that thing. You attack everybody with everybody, and you just wreck everybody. Oh, Blade of Selves on that. Oh, yeah. Yes, because then you're getting, you're getting probably two copies of it, and then each of the two copies deal comment. Fuck, that's lots of damage. I can't oh, even do the math. The math is... Is it is it is it thirty six each or I is it forty five? I think it'd be th it'd be thirty thirty two. I have no idea. It'd be eight and oh yeah, yeah, eight and eight is sixteen, and another eight is twenty four, and the eight that the creature hit them for is thirty two by sure. swinging with one creature. 
That's cool. Hit everybody for 30. That's sick. That's good. And Blade of Selves will come up uh, with a couple of the other creatures in here where you could have some little little tricksy ways of using those, those those copies. Yeah, and and things that only have X in the casting cost, like like Walkie B, don't blade yourselves him because he come into play with no counters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's look let's look at a couple spot removals and a little bit of just random stuff. All right, spot removal. We have Beast Within, Song of the Dryads. Sure, they're gonna just get rid of something for three mana. That's we- fine. Now let's move on to my favorite section of the deck. One of the reasons I picked this, because am, the custom category was named after this you. This makes me so happy to see a, a category called Brando removal. It swells my cold, dead heart. So give everybody the, the Coles Notes version of what Brando removal means. Brando removal is when you somebody has a trouble permanent, a trouble board state, and instead of trying to deal with the board state, you just kill them. Yeah, you remove them from the game instead of their creature permanent whatever sometimes people ask what my favorite counter spell is it's comet storm yeah you counter my stuff and then i kill you and that takes your counter spell off the stack yeah notably comet storm instant speed x spell not in this deck right it could be it could be it it could easily fit in in the place of a fireball magma quake or probably not the earthquake because earthquake's awesome yeah well fireball you can you can pay like, I, th- I think he probably plays this fireball because he's got the cool art. Yeah, got a full art promo one. But, but it, it should be Comet Storm. Yeah, because fireball's a sorcery. Yeah, and it costs more to do less to fewer things. Comet Storm's just probably... Yeah, every idea. target after the first of fireball, you have to pay an additional one, right? Yeah, and then it like divides the damage in half. Does it? Yeah. Oh. Whereas Comet Storm just does that much damage to everything. Comet Storm, it's a good one. Comet Storm's a good-ass card. Yeah. I don't know if it's mythic good, but it's good. Well, it's like, is it $1 Mythic good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and then Earthquake is red X, deal X damage to each creature without flying and each player. You got your secret commander. You're going to do that twice. That'll end games if you have the highest life total. Yeah. 100%. That's it. And Magma Quake is an instant for XX, for XX, for X red red, deal X damage to each creature without flying and each planeswalker. So good for those uh, troublesome super friends. Yeah, each creature without flying, and, and chances are our things are going to be the biggest. Yeah, so we're probably going to survive that in any case. Sure. So very good. All right, Arties. Arties. We have got quite a spike. That gives equipped creature death touch and makes them lose half their life when it hits you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Quite a spike is sick. How about a Kasuri? Do, do you know anybody who pronounces it Quisha Spike? Dirty, dirty. That sounds dirty. It certainly, yeah. I'm can not we, even going to Google that to see what it says. Can we Can we call it Quisha Spike now? No. Oh. No. That seems like something that we do. All right, fine. Quisha Spike. D- fine. Get them right in the Quisha. <laughs> <laughs> something that works really good with Quisha Spike is an Ember Cleave. I'm thinking of a dirty word. I'm trying to think. Okay, Ember Cleave. That is red, red four for a legendary equipment. It's got flash. Costs one less for each attacking creature we control. Ooh. Ooh. And when it enters the battlefield, it equips automatically. Yep. And, holy fuck, equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and has double strike and trample. Ooh. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> now stick that on that, what was it, Hydra Omnivore? Oh. And just ruin somebody's day. I don't, that's math I'm not going to do. You'd ruin everybody's day. That would immediately end the game. Immediately. I think it would. Unless they had a creature that was just too big, 
In which case you, you don't attack. In which case you just don't attack them. You get oh, in at the fuck, guy. They're with not no, going to. Yeah, like you, th- that ends games immediately. You 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 do like Hydra Omnivore on with six, a, with but before that you got to do yeah. Ember Cleave before that, or flash it in because you've got at yeah. least one attacking creature and you've got five mana at that point. Yeah, and you've already got the Blade of Selves. Oh yeah, oh, people yeah. are gonna die horribly in fire. Yep. Last artifact. It, well, not last artifact. Last artifact in this section is Kusari Gama. What the fuck? Why? This is an equipment for three. It equips for three. Equipped creature has two. This creature gets plus one, plus O oh until end of turn. That's colorless fire breathing. We call that artifact breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When equipped creature deals damage to a blocking creature, what is it called? Kusari Gamma? Yeah. Deals that much damage to each other creature defending player controls. Oh, shit. Okay, so block and take... All your creatures take six or eight, or don't block, and you take six or eight. That makes the opponent choose. And usually when you make the opponent choose, it's it's not very good for us, but this is okay. I feel like this is a decision that I don't mind them making, because we're going to benefit either way. <laughs> yeah. I like that That lot. could almost go along with, like, the not the Brando removal, but, like... Almost go along with the sweepers based on the creature that we have in the deck. Yes, and we're going to get to those in a little bit. First, we're going to talk about some maybe some artifacts and some ramp. Let's do some ramp because this is the ramp section. It's not all artifacts, but it does give you an idea of kind of what the deck wants to do. Okay, we got a land in here. It's Castle Garenbrig. You can pay four and tap it, and you get like six mana out of it, right? So essentially, you're spending five to get six that you can use to. A- Play creatures or activate abilities of creatures. There is a. Oh yeah, yeah okay. There is a. Well, we a, can cast our Hydra Omnivore, Omnivore off of that on turn five. Hell yeah, you can. Yeah. All right. We also have an asshole cornucopia. Oh, triple X. Just like the deck. Yeah, gives you X mana. That's cool. Of any one color. Yeah. Heartbeat of spring. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, they add another of the same one. Yes, okay. I would. I don't know. I, we have that and mana flare, which is the same thing. I don't like those because everybody else benefits on them before you do. It's a political thing. And this guess. deck's not breaking any land speed records there. I suppose. We have a Magus of the Candelabra. Oh, what a what a bum. Not even playing real Candelabra. Yeah. First cut. This. <laughs> Add in. Real Candelabra. Yeah. OG Candelabra. This is a 1-2 human wizard for green X tap untap X target lands. So lands that give you more than one mana are going to like make you go positive with that, right? This is incredible with Gaia's Cradle. Or Itlamok, if you don't hate money. Yes, I I hate money. I have both. <laughs> it's also good with Castle Garenbrig, because you, you do go mana positive on that. And like if you run the like Temple of the False God or any of like the Gruul Turf, yeah, that'll, that'll yeah, do those too. are budget versions of of going positive yeah. with that. Or if you have a mana flare or a heartbeat of spring in play. Oh fuck! Yeah, right? duh. Yeah, <laughs> you know those cards we just read. Yeah, yeah, got it. How about mana bloom? Uh, enters the battlefield with X counters on it. Yep, and it costs green X. Yep. So we're gonna benefit because that has an X in the casting cost a lot of times, right? Correct. With our commander and hidden commander. Okay. Remove a charge counter. You get a man of any color. And at the beginning of your upkeep, if it has a counter on it... If it has no counters on it, you put it back into your hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So once it's empty, you get it back. That's pretty cool. And you can cast it again. Yeah. Okay. You you pay up front, and then you can, like, play later, and then you can do that again. That's kind of like a credit card. Isn't that the opposite of a credit card, though? 
That's kind of like a debit card. <laughs> you put the money in, and you can get the money back out later. Uh, we're gonna Nick's Bloom Ancient triples your mana. Jeez. Speaking of like mana flare and whatever, we should have clumped those. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Very good with Blade of Selves. Is oh. Nick's Bloom Ancient because you swing in, you get two more Nick's Bloom Ancients, and then you tap one land for three, then you triples it to nine, and then the other one triples it to fucking twenty-seven per land. Jeepers, creepers. Then you can pay some fucking X costs, okay? <laughs> there will be dinks stomped so hard they'll come out your ass. They will be they will become the dirt. <laughs> okay? Rip. Here lies every dink in the game. Wow. Okay, we gotta your, see. Your lips will get slapped so hard they'll be spinning like like um Triclops's head eye thing when when He Man punches him and it spins his head eye around. Oh yeah, yeah. Your lips will be spinning around your head so many times they'll be it's gonna look like a scarf. <laughs> we got Seedborn Muse that untaps your lands, so you can Nix Bloom for twenty seven per land every fucking turn. <laughs> How about the Great Hinge? Oh, it only does like one thing. It's a fine card. Oh yeah. Well, let's see if I can. This is what it does. This is the one thing that it does. <sighs> Green, green, seven, but costs X less, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Taps for a green, gain two life. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one counter on it and draw a card. <sighs> well, that's a that's a totally fine thing. That's a fair and balanced thing. Well, fuck, it does less things than Embercleave does. That's true. You're <laughs> not wrong. You're not wrong. It does one thing. How did that get through anything? Honestly. I don't know. It's a hot card in standard right now. Oh, it's a hot card everywhere. Yeah, right? Michael's got the foil full art one. Probably affects the budget a little bit. A little bit. Look at that TCG mid-price. <laughs> wow. Yeah, do you have a foil full art one? I do. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like your monthly uh, new water heater payment for a whole year. <laughs> All right, let's do some of the utility stuff. Okay. Okay, we have some more lands in here. We have Ghost Quarter and Field of Ruin. And a Besiju who shelters all. If you're paying all of your mana for one creature every time you cast a creature, you better be paying two life and making sure that it cannot be countered. That's what Besiju does. Very good card. That's actually for instance and sorceries. Ooh. Yeah. Shit. Well, we do have instants and sorceries that cost X, so what I said... Still, Still true. Applies. Yes. Yep. One of the instants and sorceries you could play is Nylea's Intervention. Oh, you like this one. I do like this yeah, one. Yeah, this is sorcery from Theros Beyond Death. Green, green, X. Choose one. Search your library for up to X lands. Put them on to your hand. Yes. Then shuffle. Yes, on to your hand. That's Got right. It. It's on top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get it. Or Nylea's Intervention deals twice X damage to each creature with flying. Yeah, dude. What's what's the thing that doubles the X in or copies instants and sorceries? What's our hidden commander called again? Unbound flourishing. Unbound flourishing would deal four times to each creature with flying. Very good. Yeah, that's probably enough if you paid like X equals two. If you use Roshin Meanderer to play Nylea's intervention, it will most likely kill, kill every creature. Every, every creature with, with flying. flying. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Which is very good. It could even kill. Our own Steel Hellkite. Yeah, and Steel Hellkite is another utility thing because you could pay X into it. You yep. notice that's an X. And it destroys each non-land permanent with converted mana cost X whose controller was dealt damage by Steel Hellkite. I like it. Yeah, and you know what? In this deck, because X is like 
doubled or copied or we've got so much mana to spend on X, you you hit him with Steel Hellkite and then you activate X equals one. And then you activate X again as two. Then you activate X again as three. And sure, you've spent like six mana there, but you've probably killed like everything they have. But you can only activate it once each turn. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Although, <laughs> I... Brando's not even going to cut that. <laughs> could you... make me sound stupid. Could you... If you had double strike, would that let you activate it twice? No, because it, it says right only in the ability one. that you can only... Only yeah. once. It's not whenever it deals damage. It's whenever. Yeah, they they balanced that one out. It's not like this is the great hand, Ryan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. How about... We got a Crozen Grip. Oh, Every, that's more removal. That's it, fine. Yeah, we don't know Grip. We all know Heroic Intervention. That essentially is a counterspell in green. How about Destiny Spinner? I like this one. This is a strict upgrade from a Gaia's Herald, which says your creatures can't be countered. The 10th edition Gaia's Herald, though, one of my favorite arts in all of magic. Very cool. Yeah, I, I like that one. This is creatures and enchantments we cast can't be countered. It's a 2-3. It's good. All right, this is a good card, and it's got green 3 target land you control becomes an XX elemental, where X is the number of enchantments we control. And we're going to control a couple, but that we don't really care about that. Yeah, that's whatever it is. We care about having our shit not get countered. Yes. You know what else we care about? Death's presence. Yeah, and here's an enchantment. There we go. Green five. Whenever a creature you control dies, put X plus one plus one counters on target creature you control, or X is the power of the creature that died. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah, man. I feel like this could be better served as an Ozoloth. The Ozolith. The Ozolith. That sounds like I get a cut and I'm going to put some Ozolith on it so it doesn't get infected. Basically, yeah. yeah okay. Instead of having Death's Presence go into your veins, you're going to put some Ozolith on it and it's going to disinfect it. Ozolith, of course, is that artifact for one that whenever a creature you control with counters on it leaves play, leaves play, not dies, you take all the counters off of it and then put it on the Ozolith. Yep. In the beginning of combat on your turn, you can put all those counters onto a creature you control. You may. You may. Yeah, you may. So you could wait till you recast your Alenda, then put them back on your Alenda. Just a little tip of the hat to the, the Alenda players out there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool, but it's a good card. And card that I recommend to everybody all the time and always will every day forever, Blood Moon. Blurred Mern. We all know what Blood Moon does. Yeah. Makes it so your opponents can't play magic. That's right. Okay, so next we're going to bang through a couple more one of categories, a couple more enablers, and then we're going to get into the dink stomping proper. The the wholesale Costco amount of ass beating. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. We're going to start with an evolution sage. Yeah, this is a 3-2 three, for 3 when a land enters the battlefield under our control, proliferate. Landfall, proliferate. Works really well with that blade of cells. You proliferate them if you can live through a, a yeah. profitable swing, and then you can proliferate all of your counter stuff, which we're going to get to in just a minute. Yeah. Uh, we have one Planeswalker. It's Vivian, Champion of the Wild. Oh, fuck. I have no idea. Just read it. Static it's ability. You may cast creature spells as though they had flash. Oh, that's it. That's, cool. That, yeah, that's, that's why we play it. Yeah. yeah. Until your next turn, up to one target creatures gain vigilance and reach. Don't care. That's whatever. Minus two, look at the top three cards of your library. Exile one of them face down, put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order for as long as that card remains exiled. You may look at that card and you may cast it if it's a creature. Don't care. Oh, yeah, we, uh, we probably yeah. care about that. That's fine. As Because we can cast it whenever we want based on her status. Yeah, she doesn't need to be around either, so she can die and we still play that card. So yeah. that's, that's actually pretty good. I like that one. Actually, oh. and as somebody who's played this deck, this exact deck, you're going to run out of cards. And... Because you got so much mana. And that sucks. Yeah, because you're going to just play your whole hand basically every turn. Okay. 
All right, let's do some. Let's do some tutoring. Give me that X. <laughs> we got Wildest Dreams. Wildest Dreams is a tutor, but from your graveyard, right? Green XX Sorcery. Return X cards from your graveyard to your hand, then exile Wildest Dreams. I thought about that for my, my lands, Child of Alara deck. And then it became like restock. And then it became fucking Yogmas Will. <clears throat> You're scum. <laughs> Uncage the Menagerie. Search your library for X. There it is. Green, green X. Creatures with different names, because that's hard. They also have to have different converted mana costs, right? No, the, you. This is a weird one, honestly. Okay, okay. Give it, give it. I thought I had it, but you go green, green X. You search your library for up to X creatures with different names that have converted mana cost X. Oh, oh, yeah. It was the opposite of what I was thinking. I thought they had different converted mana costs, but no, they all have to like cost two. Or one and have different names, which is kind of weird here because you can only you can get one one casting cost thing or two twos or three threes or four fours. And when we get into the creatures, you're going to see that a lot of them are the same, and the casting cost is very low, very low. And I think probably what you do is green green x equals two, because lots of what we're playing is. Color pip, color pip, X, which is a CMC when it's in your deck of two. Yeah. So if you can pay four and tutor two cards, that's immediately twice as good as like a like a diabolic tutor. Because it's going to tutor you twice as much. I like that. And you're going to want to probably tutor X cards most of the time. Also, Blade of Selves costs two, but you can't find it. Never mind. <laughs> um, you could also dump like eight mana total in and find your Hydra Omnivore at six. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. All right. How about a how about a cranial flute? Uh, a carnal flute. Oh, that sounds gross. Meat flute. I think it's sitinal flute. One of those things is true. We'll let the nation decide. Yeah, for sure. Okay. This is a, th- a five drop. Dang. Yeah. X tap search your library for a creature card with converted mana cost x or less or less look at that yeah Yeah. reveal it and put it into your hand then shuffle your library i like this with the with the unbound flourishing at x equals six so we can find our hydra omnivore and then any other creature we want (laughs) (laughs) because it's going to copy it because it's an x ability i like it yep and we have a court of calling Quarter calling, instant speed, search for green creature with X. I think it's just a creature, right? Library for a creature with converted mana cost X or less, put it onto the B. So don't search for your Xers here. Yeah, that's a bad move. You you find Hydra Omnivore with that one. I think. Pretty good. That's a, that's a solid one. All right. How about some some little bit of card draw and a little bit of evasion? Then we'll get to the creatures. All right. Starting with card draw, we have Elemental Bond, which should be immediately cut for Garrick's Uprising. Enters the battlefield, draw a card. Yeah. Uh, This is whenever a creature with power three or greater enters the battlefield, draw a card. Garrick's Uprising is the same type of card, which is enchantment, for the same converted mana cost, which is green two. But if you have a creature with power four or less when it comes into play, you draw a card, so it replaces itself. And then it does the same thing, except for creatures with power four or greater, which all of our creatures are going to be. Well, there you go. So, cut Elemental Bond, Garrick's Uprising, get it in there. We have a greater good. Enchantment, sack a creature, draw cards equal to its power, 
but then discard three cards. You will see how we are going to draw several cards with that. Yeah, I, what what do you think? We're gonna keep we're gonna keep seven cards every time we do that. Sack a ten power, dude. Probably. Okay. At the very least, we have a guardian project. Andrew's battlefield draw a card. That's just like elemental bond and great hinge. Return of the wild speaker. Yeah. Speaking of Garrick, this is five mana. This one's an instant. Pretty good. I dig it. Choose one. Draw cards equal to the greatest power among creature, like non-human creature, which it's all of them. Yeah, who cares? Or non-human creature get plus three plus three until end of turn. And you still haven't painted a Sailor Moon on that card. No. You haven't even painted Sailor Moon braids on Garrick. No. What about a tuxedo mask costume? No. <sighs> Sorry, I don't even own one of those. Just move. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some. I'm going to use air quotes. Evasion. Because this is gruel evasion. Gruel evasion. And we all know what that really means. Yes. It means stuff like primal rage. That gives all your creatures trampski. Fervor and anger. Gives all your creatures haste. So when they think you can't attack, you slap them down and just turn them sideways. Brawn. Trampski. Bow of Nylea. Uh, There's lots of stuff going on there. We can't go as fast. Yeah. D attacking creature you control have death touch. As if they need it. Yeah, but <laughs> if you're, well, I get. Are you incentivized or disincentivized to block the creatures in this deck? You are one hundred percent incentivized to block them all the time because your creature's gonna fucking die anyway. <laughs> and it's better for your dude to die than for you to die. Oh, here you go, idiot creature. Just die so I don't. Right? Exactly. Take forty because that thing doesn't have trample, so I live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Become the dirt. <laughs> Well, well, compost, get out there. <laughs> all right, what it actually does, in addition to giving all creatures death touch, green, one, tap, choose one, put a plus one counter on target creature, okay, or bow of Nylea deals two damage target creature with flying, or gain three life, or put up to four cards from your graveyard onto the bottom of your library. That's really good. That's lots of stuff. Bow of Nylea does so many things, and all of them are not irrelevant. Maybe yes. the gain three life isn't that great, but the rest of that stuff is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. And the last one in this section is a card that I love but never get to play, so I'm so happy to see it in Mage Slayer. Yeah, green, red, one, equipment. Equips for three, so all in at six. Uh, it's not that great, but, but. Equipped, whenever equipped creature attacks, it deals damage equal to its power to defending player. Get wrecked. So that's just like a triggered ability that like gives something double strike. If it has double strike already. <laughs> and you will notice, Ryan, <laughs> that it says the creature deals damage to the defending player. Therefore, your Hydra Omnivore, just oh. for attacking, is going to eight the whole table. Attacks. Neat. Mage Slayer is a really good card. Neat. Should we talk about some creatures? Creech. Let's start off with the the big boy, the big daddy. Everybody was expecting this. We all knew this was coming in Gargos, Vicious Watcher. All right. 8-7 Vig for 6. All right. That's perfectly fair and balanced. I'll bet you it has a massive drawback, Ryan. Oh, 100%. Hydra spells you cast cost 4 less to cast. <laughs> so you have that out and you ca you tap Rasheen Meanderer and you're like, okay, Hydra's equal 8. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hydra's equals 16 if you have your hidden commander. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe they only equal 12 because they cost four less. You can't you can't double make them cost less. Whatever. doesn't matter. It's lots. They're going to 
turn things into dirt. Yes, it's still Mo- 12. Mostly dinks. Yes. <laughs> okay, also, also, whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell, uh, Gargle's Vicious Watcher fights, target creature we don't control. So somebody tries to kill your dude, Gargos is like, eh-eh. And he wrecks up some of their stuff, too. All right. I like I like Gargos lots. I also like Colonian Hydra. All right. Enters a battlefield with four plus ones on it. It's a trampler for five. Whenever it attacks, double the amount of plus ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it becomes a 4-4, four, four, then an 8-8. Eight, eight, and 16-16. 32. Et cetera. Yeah. It's 64. You think it ever gets to be 64? 100% it does. I'm sure that there's some kind of some kind of asshole that has that thing that prevents non-combat damage and they just keep blocking it somehow. This this deck needs an Ozolith. If you can if you can Blade of Selves that guy, because you're gonna get all the plus ones like onto the Ozolith or whatever when yeah. when the, the myriad tokens die, and then if you can mage slayer it, yeah. Yeah. This deck is begging for an Ozolith. How about a mana gorger hydra? Oh, this doesn't have an X. This is a uh, a green two for a trampling hydra at one one whenever a player casts a spell, put a plus one on it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I love I guess people just stop casting spells. <laughs> it's like, ah, we don't need to cast spells no more. It's 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 fine. How about a whip tongue hydra? I love this card. Oh, this is the one that kills flyers, right? Yes, it is. It's a four four for six flat oh no, sorry, reach. When it enters the battlefield, destroy all creature with flying, put a plus one on it for each creature destroyed. I like that. So it's just going to get him. That's that, that's just a good card. I wish that he was a, a frog hydra instead of a lizard hydra because they got to see the tongue snapping out of its Well, what there? about chameleons? They have tongues like that. I guess. And it kind of has chameleon heads, but frogs are cooler than lizards, I think. I like that it's got a bunch of chameleon heads. I just imagine its little eyeballs looking all different ways. Oh, it'd be, it must have galaxy brain in every one of those heads, hey? Probably does. Which one of the head has the brain? Which one does the thinking on a hydra? You think it has like one main head, or does its intelligence just diffuse itself? Have you seen the meme with the dragon with three heads? Two of them look mean, and one of them just looks like it's fucking dopey. <laughs> is it like that? Maybe, <laughs> or maybe its brain is somewhere else in its body. Oh yeah. And then it's just super like able that's like, to process that's all like the ar- eyeball information. Ar- that's like archaeologists thinking like um like some dinosaurs might have had like two hearts, one in their one in their body, and then one in their neck. Really? I heard that a long time ago. Could be, be true. That'd be cool. I I, I'm not a scientist anymore. We, <laughs> we're scientists enough. Let's talk about some other creatures, Ryan. Let's do the hydras. Bread, the bread and the butter. We're going to start with not a hydra. In Walkie B. Walkie B enters the battlefield at X plus ones. You can pay four to get more X ones. I wish I wish that was an X. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, you pay four to get another plus one. You can remove plus ones to deal damage to something. Cool. Yeah. Voracious hydra. Zero one trample enters battlefield with X. It costs X, of course. Enters the battlefield, right? Mm-hmm. Choose one. Double the number of plus ones on Voracious Hydra. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's pretty good. Or it fights somebody. Yeah, both I'll, both good. Both are solid. Vastwood Hydra. X zero zero enters with X plus ones. I don't know if we have to keep saying that, but I don't think so. When it dies, you can distribute its plus ones on other shit. And you can just, like, sprinkle them all around. You don't have to put them all on one guy. Oh, yeah. Very beneficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about Stone Coil Serpent? Reach, trample, 
protection from multicolored. I think this is a standard card. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Enters the battlefield with X plus ones. And that just costs X. It's an artifact, right? Yep. That's a good one. And fortunately, it's not a Hydra. It's a snake. So Vorgos, the Watcher, or whatever the hell his name is, yeah, doesn't yeah. make him cost less. But All whatever. right. Well, Ste- we, 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 covered, uh, we covered chameleon lizard frog Hydras. What about turtle Hydras? Love it. Steelbane. Steelbane. That's cool. I'd be this guy's friend. He looks like he's fun. I'll bet you, I would drink a beer with this guy. Well, he'd need like four. He'd need a set of CCO coasters. Commandercooker.com slash store. Enters with X plus ones. You could pay green to remove a plus one to destroy target artifact or enchantment. Shit. That's yeah, a good dude. one. You sprinkle some plus ones on him, just start fucking cross and gripping stuff. Yeah, dude. It's very good. Now, cross and turtle. Here's my Brando suggested Ryan Alter of the week. Mm-hmm. New auctions every Thursday on our Facebook page. You could paint little Ninja Turtle bandanas on each head because there's oh, four yeah. heads. That'd be a good one. Yep, I like them. How about slime molding? Ooh, this is a sorcery. Put X, put an XX green ooze creature token onto the battlefield, and that just costs green X. This deck just keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. Got it's ooze. cruel. Got ooze, yeah. It's got oozes in it now. Yeah, this, yeah. This, Well, maybe we'll talk about that ooze secret layer on, on the bonus show tomorrow, eh? Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we'll talk about that Yeah, tomorrow. maybe we'll mention that a little bit. How about a Savage Born Hydra, Ryan? Savage Born Hydra, double strike X. <laughs> yeah, gruel one. Put a plus one counter on whatever his name is. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. He's okay. good. He's very good. Yeah. Protean Hydra. Deals damage. Prevent that? If... If a d- Whenever it's dealt damage, you take plus ones off of it, and then at the end of the turn, you put double that amount of counters back onto it. Oh, so it's like you chop some of its head off, some of its heads off, and then it grows double those heads back. It's like a dandelion. Oh, fuck, don't remind me. Yeah, they're fucking worse. I'm nuking my yard this year, hey, with my neighbor. Shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking no kids or dogs allowed for at least a week. <laughs> How about primordial hydra? At the beginning of your upkeep, double the amount of counters? Yeah. Trample as long as it has 10? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mist Cutter Hydra. Can't be countered. Oh, I like that one. Haste. Oh, fuck. Like that Protection too. from I'm better than you. Also good. Also good. And, oh, and it, it enters the battlefield. And it's a Hydra. Lifeblood Hydra. Trample. Plus ones for X. Gain life. Draw cards equal to its power when it when, dies. Yes. Uh, that's a good one. That's another good one. I keep, I keep saying all these hydras are good. All of them are good. Hey, the question is, how many of these hydras are good at like X equals two? No hydra is good at X well, equals two. No, but no, you're but, never going to get it. It's always going to be four or eight or a thousand. <laughs> okay. Continue. 261. Continue. Hungering hydra. Can't be blocked by more than two creatures, so no chumps. More than one. So... One chump only. Yes. Okay. Okay. Whenever it's dealt combat damage, you may put a plus one on it? Put that many plus one counters on it. Ooh. <laughs> so if it takes four or five, it just gets a little bigger. Woof. Hooded Hydra. When it dies, you create a 1-1 one, one green snake for each plus one on it. Yeah. And as it becomes face up, because it's got morph. It's got morph for five. You morph it for five, and it just is a 5-5. Five, five. I think that sucks. Well, it's like you pay it for X because X is going to be 90. Yeah. Right? And you get 90 things when it dies. You get I don't, a 90, 90, There's don't. no secret morph for like, oh, which morph is it? No, because there's one morph in this deck. Yeah, don't fuck around. 
How about a Mecha Godzilla Battle Fortress? Oh, fucking so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is a zero zero. Enters battlefield with X. This one costs XX. Okay. When it dies, you get X one ones. Yes. And you can pay three and tap it to put a plus one on it. I think it's pay one and tap it. Pay one and tap it. Oh, so at the end of turn, pay one, get a get it bigger. What the hell card is that? It's a Mecha Godzilla. Oh. Okay. Cool. I like it. Okay, let's keep going. This is a great card. Genesis Hydra. This is when it enters the battlefield, reveal the top X cards of your library, and you get a permanent card with converted mana cost X or less, put it onto the battlefield. Into yeah. your hand. Into your hand? Into play. Into play. Yep. Apocalypse Hydra. Oh, baby. I played this as a, as a pseudo-finisher in Animar of old. Green, red, X enters the battlefield with X plus ones. If X is greater than five, it enters the battlefield with an additional X. So if it's five or greater, it's ten or greater. Yes. <laughs> All right. Red, one, remove a plus one from Apocalypse Hydra, and it deals one damage to any target. Very cool. So if you can go infinite, you can just use infinite and remove everything. And essentially, this is like if you have infinite mana, this is Walkie B2. Walkie Ballista 2. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a cool art on it, too. I yeah. like that picture. Probably my favorite Hydra art. And the last one, I just love this card, and I get excited every single time I see it, even in the wild, even when it was downshifted from rare and printed as an uncommon in Double Masters, I still get excited when I see Gelatinous Genesis. Oh, the old GG for GG. And, and that's XX. What, and that's what you say <laughs> after you've paid into X with this deck, let me tell you. Green XX put X, X, X's onto the battlefield. Oh, baby. They're ooze. They're X. So remember when we talked about- They're going to give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when we talked about how your lands all tap for, what was it, 27? 27, 27, 27s? Well, you get- Oh, that's thinking small. That's only tapping one forest, Ryan. (laughs) You're thinking too small. (laughs) Those are rookie numbers. Those are rookie oozes. You got to pump them oozes up. We could- we could tap two or even three basic lands and end up with a bunch of 70 70s. 70 of them, maybe. That's kid stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. We should stop being bad. We should just play, just, just be you good. play good decks, Cecil. What the fuck? <laughs> That's the deck. That is quite a deck. All right. So I, I, I asked you X equals two. Like, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> Let's move to strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. Because we can have a little chat about Hydra's equaling two. We don't have Soul Ring. We don't have any of that super early game ramp. But but we're going to start with strengths. Yes. (laughs) Huge amount of late game jam. Oh, yeah. You want to drop bombs on a motherfucker? This is the deck to do it. Oh, yeah. This is it. Dink stomping. Make dinks dirt. Wrap lips around necks like scarves. Costco amounts of ass beating. Oh, yeah. You will not see a bigger ass whooping than you will probably see in this deck when it's working properly. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Pure EDH expression of aggro. Not like the the 1-1 one, one for 1 with haste, the 2-2, two, two, the lightning bolt aggro of old, or like legacy aggro, legacy burn. No, that's not what aggro is in EDH. This is aggro. You are going to be the one that's attacking. You're going to be the one that's a, that's forcing opponents to block. Don't block, you die. It's 22-22, trample haste, double strike, in your face, every turn at each opponent. Yeah, love that, it. The, you will have situations like that. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. 
I like, and this is maybe one of my favorite parts of the deck, big mana late game finishers like the the Helix Pinnacle. Yeah, it's a backup win condition. It is, and if if Torment of Hailfire and Exanguinate exist as big mana win conditions, like with Urborg and Cabal Coffers in black, or or like um, the instant speed, get any amount of tokens in white, and then untap and, oh, yeah. and kill somebody. You get both. Yeah, like oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> like the entreat the angels or or brave the sand. Brave the sands and the one that gives you soldiers. If it's ten or more, you get angels. Uh, yeah. Finale of finale of white dudes and angels. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. If those exist and are finishers, so is Helix Pinnacle. So is like an X cost Hydra or Walkie B. Right, yes. and this deck's got it, uh, and it's got Earthquake too. If we just happen to have more life, because we've been swinging with like a mid-game Hydra, maybe one at each person, one, one here, one here, one here for five each time. Everybody's at thirty-five except us, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Nick's Bloom Agent, uh, Earthquake, thirty-five. I go to five, you all die. I have one hundred percent done that across multiple decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple times. So don't be thinking Earthquake thirty-five CCO. You're never gonna get there. Play this deck. Yeah, play with us at the next Magic Fest. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you how to Earthquake for forty, <laughs> and I'll show you how to Hurricane for forty in Enchantress. <laughs> Welcome to the nation. Yes. is what we'll say. <laughs> okay, weaknesses though, because we've we've got some. There's a couple. Yeah, no land speed records. We touched on that already. There's no early game ramp. Hydras at X equals two might not be as effective, or might not be the strategy that the deck wants to use to win the game. They sort of suck unless you have that proliferate guy evolution save yeah because then you can kind of incrementally over time build up your little bitty hydras into big ones while you work up to just playing giant dudes yeah and if that's the way that you're going to do it you have to like you have to use those graveyard getter backer cards which we don't have very many of right and your card draw isn't as good when when the when there's no early game and no mana acceleration to make X bigger faster. And that includes like if Rasheen Meanderer was like a three drop or a two drop, but gave you a little bit less mana. But Rasheen Meanderer at four is kind of taking up the slot of other stuff you might want to cast at four, like the ramp spells that get you two that we're not playing because like Rasheen is in there. Although Rasheen gives you four. Yeah, she pays for herself in a turn. She doubles doubles your investment in two turns, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Unless you put a haste thing down on turn three and then got your mana back immediately with root. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's Whatever. Hydras on four are passable because four fours in EDH, they block, they swing. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, that's okay. They're, they're, they're going to force mana dorks to block if people are getting iffy on life, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Confuses setup and payoff cards, right? Usually, usually the the draw or sorry the play a creature draw card cards those are kind of like your payoff cards in decks that run a a multiplicity of them with a bunch of little dorks to cycle through the deck quickly those are like payoff cards but in this deck they're like like setup cards you're going to cast those before you cast your creatures but like way before (laughs) (laughs) so it's like you're going to just leave your nuts hanging into the wind with like your your not the Great Henge, but your Guardian Project and yeah. stuff. And it's like, okay, am I just going to put this out here and then, you know what I mean? When am I going to cast my my Garrick Sailor Moon card? Turn six. Turn six. 
I don't know. It just it just feels like because you want to save up all your mana to cast these creatures, then you have to wait for them to survive, and then you can get your payoff. It's like I don't know the deck. I think this deck, due to it's like how it's built and its strategy, a, a weakness would be difficulty to pilot to success. It is trickier to pilot than one would think. Be, and and that but. goes back into like, well, see, so you can't get earthquakes for thirty five and expect to win. Well, if you know how to do it effectively, and some of that includes politics, yeah. you can. You got to play the game within the game. With yeah, a, with a deck like this, that isn't as easy as you would think. Especially, it's especially hard to tell somebody, "Hey, I'm not the threat." When you have a twenty-two, twenty-two with trample, double strike, haste, and protection from their deck, it's hard to say. No, I'm not going to roll you. You're not going to. I'm not going to roll you. I need you to attack. Uh, you know, fu Smitty over there to put his life total down to less than mine. I'm going to use this to block because I need my life total to be the highest so I can fucking earthquake. Yeah. Right. Like that's it's, the yeah. political nature of the deck. Yeah, the deck is very much. You got to try and politic while having your finger on that red button. Yeah. We all know what the red button is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. It's the one that makes the elevator come up. In the hotel. Oh, I was gonna say it's the it's the Lady Gaga's um, new hit single. All right, which we still <laughs> haven't received our royalty checks for, by the way. Ah, uh, well, mm-hmm. I, I did get that hundred bucks from from that survey. <laughs> 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 okay, quick budget section because this deck's a little bit all over the map because the the the, the deck list includes some foils and full arts and stuff, so it comes in at five hundred and sixty two bucks. And uh, or like I think you know what it it comes in at like five hundred and ninety bucks if you use TCG mid or whatever, right? Sure. Okay, so when we look at Itlamok, Cradle of whatever, it's in the land section. It's the it's the enchantment that flips into Guy's Cradle, right? Growing rights of Itlamok. Yeah, this one in here, thirty five bucks. We've got a Nykthos Shrine to Nyx in a two color deck, albeit we've got lots of green pips in the deck, twenty five bucks almost. Yeah. Because of whatever format that scene playing. Great Henge, Foil Full Art, 115 bucks. Oh, Nyx Born Ancient. Nyx Bloom Ancient, 25 bucks. Foil Full Art Stone Coil Serpent, 24 bucks. Yeah, Primordial Hydra, 18 bucks. Cut them. Or, or at least, at least you can run not foil, not full arts. And Great Henge, there is a direct replacement in the uh, the creature from the Ravnica set it does the same thing. Cast a creature, draw a card. There's Cavalier. If you cast something bigger than three or four, draw for, a card. It doesn't tap for two. That's it fine. doesn't gain you a life. <laughs> it doesn't make the creature bigger, Ryan. If you don't want to spend the money that is that is Great Henge, this is the budget section. We're just letting no, players know, right? I guess. There are some... Some of these Hydras actually are surprisingly expensive because they're commander cards from a few years back. Or because decks like this are, they're pretty popular. Yep. Like, people like Hydras. These cards are cool. If you couldn't tell by listening to us talk about them for the last 40 minutes, this deck has some fucking cool cards in it. Yeah. And part of cards being really cool and a little trickier to find and not played in any format but ours, that tends to drive the price up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. There are, like, Primordial Hydra, Stone Coil Serpent... Those are cards that you could replace with other less expensive Hydras. The Itlamok and the Nykthos, you could add normal lands. You could, right? The Great Henge has got a, a cheaper 
a couple different cheaper options. Cavalier is really cheap from Invasion, never stops giving, right? So you could cut, you know, 200, 235 bucks from this deck. It would be right around the $350 range. And if you didn't include the foils that this deck did, sorry, I didn't go through and kind of calculate without foils. You're probably looking at about, you know, 300 bucks for this deck, of which you'll have a lot of if you've bought commander pre-cons in the past but this deck is a little bit weird because like you say some of these cards are cool normally decks have a lot of cards in the like the one to three dollar range this deck has a lot of cards in the like four to seven or eight dollar range yeah. which just makes it instead of being a hundred or two hundred it's like 300 350 and they're cool cards but the thing with this one is maybe these aren't those ones where you got them because you bought them for another deck or maybe you didn't play then because they're kind of weird. Or maybe you saw it and threw it in your trade binder and somebody just took it as a throw-in in a trade three years ago, right? Yeah. Th that's the kind of the nature of, of weird, crazy decks like this where you just, you don't think of it until you think of it. And then you're left scrambling trying to find your fucking Gargos or your Kalanian Hydra. It's an M14 card that's $17. <laughs> right? Like, what the hell? I should have bought an M14 pack from Fusion. Could have got a Kalanian Hydra. Could have got one. Or something I, else. I didn't know there was a $14, $16 card in M14. Who knew, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, if you wanted that, you could always get it at FusionGamingOnline.com with right. exclusive promo code CCOFusion5. You can probably find today's card, card of the, of the week. Week. Week, week, week. We all know what the card of the week is, Ryan. What is it? We're playing Gruel. We're playing Red. <laughs> oh, God. We're playing Decimate. Oh, wait. No, we're not. Oh, why the hell are we not playing Decimate? Answer me that question, Ryan. Answer me that question, Green Lantern 2814.2. Michael Phipps, 12-incher Phelps. Yeah, dude, I, 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 require, I require an explanation because there is a Brando removal section integral deck that does not have a Decimate in it, and I am personally offended... Decimate, as we know, my favorite removal spell kills a creature, kills a land, kills an enchantment, kills an artifact, all at the same time for the low, low price of red, green, two. But, you know, we're not playing it, and as much as it offends me, that's fine. Well, you know what? Here, Here's the thing. And f right on theme, in terms of foil, full art, extended edition, it's like six, eight bucks. No. Motherfucker brash. Oh, shit. <laughs> That card can go in any deck. Yeah, there it is. It does go in every deck. And let's just up the... Because people think, oh, Brando, you're memeing. You're memeing us with the Brash Taunter. Let's say, for example, Ryan, you have a 70-70 ooze token. And you can't get through with it. Oh, no. What are you going to do, Ryan? You're going to fight what? Brash You're going to fight the Brash Taunter with it, and you are going to motherfucking fuck up somebody. Let's say you have a Seedborn Muse in play, Ryan. You're going to untap all your shit on the other player's turn, and you're going to do it again. And again. It is an infinite kill combo, Ryan. Brash Taunter is the greatest magic card ever printed, and it goes in every deck. Every deck. <laughs> you can get it at FusionGamingOnline.com. CCO Fusion 5. <laughs> Oh, man, if if CCO Nation, listen, all right? 
Just like I tell you to fucking subscribe on YouTube, if Brash Taunter doesn't sell out immediately, <laughs> god damn it. Let's do some spice calculator. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, 491 Roshin Meander lists on EDHREC.com. That puts her not very high in the list. She's like ninth on the Gruel Commanders, right below Clothis, God of Destiny, and right above Ulrich, the Kralin Horde, the fucking werewolf guy. People build that? Right? They build that guy more than Grumgully, more than Atarka, more than Mina and Den, more than that Seder girl, and more than my girl Tana, the butt sewer. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, that's it. So, get this. Ca casual as we are. Yeah. 2.88 average CMC. Because <laughs> all Hydras cost two. Exactly. Yeah. Walkie B cost zero. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Very deceptive. Tutors. Three. Ooh, that's going to hurt you. Got three tutors. It's going to hurt you. What's really going to hurt is when you look at the stock page for Roshin Meander on EDH. Mm -hmm. Ooh. We've, we've only got 17 cards that are unique. Yeah, I feel like the difference, Roshin Meander is the Hydra command. Yeah, I right? think it is. If you are if you want Gruul and you're not playing the Hydra fight guy that makes things cost four less, which practically does the same thing as Roshin for Hydras, it just limits you to one less color. Yeah. Now, the thing that you got to remember is on the stock page, it's not like a deck list. There's like 140 or 150 cards or whatever it is. So there's going to be you know, two or three different kind of prominent build paths that contribute to what the, the page kind of looks like. Yeah. That, that'll be like X burn yeah. and X Hydra. Hydras. Yeah, yeah. Um, of note, there was a Genesis wave on that page that, that I think we were supposed to mention. Because we're not playing it because it's terrible in the deck, but we're not playing it. And a Beast Whisperer. That was the card that I was talking about before. That uh, Play a creature draw card. Yeah, exactly. But you don't gain a life and the creature doesn't get bigger. And you don't get two mana. Yeah. Yeah. And it costs four instead of two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good well, thing only does one thing. Because if it did a bunch of stuff, it'd be broken. Oh, fuck. Nobody, oh. nobody would play that in standard. That's Whew. for sure. Well, you punch it all in. Not the spiciest deck on the planet. If you go strictly by spice rating, but it is a listener submission, it's going to turn dinks into dirt, it's going to turn lips into scarves, and it's going to drink six packs of 66 Kirkland vodkas from Costco. Spice and then it's going to break the 66 bottle and just in the face. Right into your face. Yep. Spice rating, 27. Bum, bum, ba, wow. I don't know what that was, but... That's kind of the feeling I got too. But you know what? Spicy with honors for all of the previous reasons that we mentioned. Yeah, dude, the deck is fun. The deck is cool. And playing the deck, and I can speak for this from experience, is a great time. Hydra decks are so much fun when you're playing them in the kind of game where they want to be. Yeah. Which is like... You know what? You know what? They kind of scale, right? They kind of scale to whatever level that the table needs them to be at. You need to go over the top. Over the top is where you're going to go. If you want to fit in there and get some early game beats with your 4-4 four, four Hydras, in there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the deck has lots of play. It's got lots going on. And most importantly, it's a ton of fun. And that's what you want out of any game and any deck. So while the numbers might not reflect it, I think that this deck makes for a spicity good time. And I highly recommend that if you've got a bunch of Hydras or have been considering building a deck just like this, go do it right now. You won't regret it. That's right. And you can do that with FusionGamingOnline.com. Exclusive promo code CCO Fusion 5. 
lets them know that we have done a good job in sending you over there and that you appreciate the show and don't want to spend as much money on cards as you would have to otherwise. I like all of those things. All those things are excellent. I may or may not have used our own promo code a non-zero number of times now. (laughs) A non-one number of times as well. (laughs) There we have it. I'm still on one, but we're going to get there. Oh, yeah. We're going to fucking get there. Yep. I think that that pretty much encompasses our final thoughts of the day. Thank, I, yeah, I think so. Thank you again for 12-inch Phelps Green Lantern 2814.2 on Archideck.com for sending the deck in. We really enjoyed it. Thank you for letting me relive part of my fucking youth in EDH by looking at this deck that I always have kind of regretted taking apart. And I might even put it back together again. Remember to join us tomorrow for a very special bonus episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Thank you all again for having us in your ear holes, your eye holes, and any other hole that you will have us in. And we will see you tomorrow on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!